This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome into the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend tonight. A's get the 4-1 to one, uh, win. They come back to win this game. And, you know, the comeback is its own story, as Ken Korak, who called a lot of the action tonight, joins us but the comeback from the offense is its own story but the, the pitching tonight really was the story and jp sears early on really didn't look like maybe he was going to be able to give the a's the kind of start they were hoping for looked good in the first inning but the second inning things looked really rough and then really nothing going for the mariners against his a's pitching the rest of the way ken yeah in fact after the second he allowed just the walk to uh Casale leading off in the fifth inning left after five it's kind of a different pitcher for me, Joe, with nobody on base, it's quicker, as a better tempo. The actions are crisper, and he, he was he slowed down the tempo in the second. It seemed to, you know, to be an issue because uh, once he walked Casale to load the bases, then he walked Haggerty. But credit to him because things could have fallen apart with Rodriguez batting and two out on the bases loaded. He got Julio to fly to center, and after that, you're right, he was great. Then Piaps and Puck and Sierra and Acevedo did the job. An inning each the rest of the way, and like we had, had just mentioned, uh, it was the first time in four years that the A's pitching staff had authored a one-hitter. Yeah, and it was, you know, a, a kind of a different outing for J.P. Sears. We, we think about the great control that he has, and you see his stuff. It's not exactly overpowering kind of stuff. He does rely a lot on location, but seven strikeouts tonight, and he got a lot of those when he was kind of facing a little bit of trouble early on kind of able to, to lock in a little bit I know he had those walks but the strikeout a big weapon for him tonight seven strikeouts that, that's pretty high for J.P. Sears yeah no doubt he got Abraham Toro three times tonight so uh, yeah it was a great bounce back by him and you really like to see that especially from a young pitcher he was only making his 10th major league start Joe and so one of the measures is you know how do you deal with adversity he came through great for the club and uh, you know, it was, it was a nice way to start the homestand because you're looking at a homestand with the kind of pitching the A's are going to see. Castillo tonight, then Ray and Kirby, and then likely Bassett and DeGrom and Scherzer. But to knock a guy of the caliber of Castillo out of the game in the fifth inning, you never know from a confidence standpoint it might bode well uh, for the A's the rest of this stand. Yeah, and that offense uh, came alive. You know, like you said, it was just really that fifth inning where the A's offense kind of exploded, and it was a two-out rally, and a guy that's been so hot for the A's since the All-Star break. You know, last year, Tony Kemp was a guy that the A's really relied on. He kind of struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season, but the way he has hit for since the All-Star break, 
this is a lot more like the guy we saw last year than what we saw at the beginning of this season for Tony Kemp. And he kind of owns that little area down the right field line, too. That's where he hit the big home run against the Yankees last year, you know, uh, which is critical for the A's. Are we going to start, like, officially getting that branded Kemp's Corner? Are we going to talk to Yeah, Kemp, Kemp's Corner. Yeah, yeah, about 30 feet to the left of the foul pole, right in the corner there. He, he He's nailed a few balls out there, and that was big. And, you know, then Machine with a double and Murphy the double. And so, and... Let's not forget that the rally began when Connor Capel, playing in his first game for the A's, got his first A's hit that base hit to center off Castillo. I'm glad you brought him up because I, I was really impressed with his approach tonight. I mean, we hear David Forrest talk about when these young guys come up, he, he's kind of watching to make sure that they don't look like they're overmatched when they're up at the plate right now. And what he looked like today was a guy that was confident. You know, he was letting breaking balls go by like he knew they were coming and just really had a really good approach and seemed like he had a really good eye when he was up there. Well, he's played in 589 minor league games, so he's not a kid. His time in the big leagues has been very limited. Uh, he's had just, including tonight, uh, 20 major league at-bats. But yeah, no, it was big, and to get a base hit against Castillo, and the A's had just two hits in the first uh, four frames tonight, Joe, to get that inning going, no, that was big. Yeah, and the other guy that was uh, big at the bottom of the lineup, Nick Allen, a pair of hits tonight, uh, also had the walk and, you know, helped turn that lineup over because that's where the A's were able to string things together. Nick Allen keeping things alive, then turning that over to Tony Kemp, Machine, Murphy, that's where the hits were coming for the A's tonight. And I think that was important for a guy like Nick Allen, who's still one of these young guys at the bottom of that lineup. When he has that success, the way Tony Kemp's uh, hitting the ball right now, that really does bring a lot of life for this A's when they can turn that lineup over to the guys that they're trusting a little bit more, like Kemp and Murphy and Brown, when they can get to those guys with somebody on base. You're right, Joe. And Tony ha and, and Nick has to hit. He's, a, he's already, I think, an above-average major league shortstop defensively. He's got to hit. And you know the walk he got on a 3-2 count with two out in the fifth inning, and that was big. It opened the door for Kemp's homer, like you said. And he's riding a little, it's not a lot, but a four-game hitting streak and five for 11. So uh, he's, he's got a chance to continue to, you know, if he can get his average up maybe closer to 230, it might give him a little boost going into the offseason. So, you know, right now he's sitting at, sitting at 214, but he was under the Mendoza line there for a while. Yeah, and, and Ken, before I let you get out of here, I did want to ask you something. I, I heard your story earlier in the game talking about uh, Norhe Ruiz, and I believe you said it was Austin Pruitt becoming friends and yes. learning to talk to each other and you know learn each other's languages. That did get me kind of thinking. You've got so many guys on this A's team who really haven't been teammates that long. There, there are a lot of guys that were traded in here. They've come from different organizations, some of them getting to become teammates for the first time. It, it really is an opportunity for these guys to get to know each other, not just on the field, but also kind of to help each other with maybe what their strengths are. A guy like J.P. Sears, who was pitching tonight, he's got a lot of control, and you see some of these guys in the A's uh, possible future rotation and Adrian Martinez who have great stuff, and maybe they can learn a little bit from each other on you know helping out with those control issues and you know getting to know each other and getting that experience with guys that you haven't spent as much time with. Yeah, it, you're right. It's part of the game and, and different cultures and ethnic groups and nationalities and, and coming together. And it's, it's an interesting dynamic when it works. And I think despite the A's record, you know, there's a good vibe around the ball club. And, you know, those two guys have become friends. And, of course, there's, a, there's always a, 
a dynamic that each bullpen takes on a personality of its own. I don't know about how many hijinks they have on a nightly basis down there, but normally uh, bullpens like to have a little fun down there. And there's a, a kind of a collective personality that can develop. But, uh, yeah, they were together in AAA. They're together now. And uh, it's, it's kind of fun to see that, you know, one guy from Cuba, another from Texas, and how they become friends. And they're trying to teach each other the other's language. And that's a great way to learn a language, I think. Just spend a lot of time uh, together and, and going back and forth, one with English and one with Spanish. It's a really cool story, man. It's uh, It was a really cool nugget for the broadcast. So, Ken, I appreciate you sharing that with us and spending some All right, uh, buddy. time talking about this A's win, man. Have a good call tomorrow night. Thank you, Joe. Ken Korak on the call there. We will hear some of those calls as we roll along here. If you want to jump in, we've got the phone number. Uh, line up your calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Vegas Joe Hughes. We'll hear some of the highlights. We'll also hear from uh, some of the players of the game. I believe Vince caught up with Tony Kemp. We'll have that for you a little later on in the show. And then of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Townsend, will join us a little later as we'll take your calls. Again, if you want to line them up, 833-625-2278. The A's getting a nice comeback win against the Mariners, against Luis Castillo of, no, uh, of all people. The A's get the comeback win. They strike for four runs in the bottom of the fifth inning there, and they have a combined one-hitter. Didn't look like it was going to be pitching being the story the way things got started early, but J.P. Sears, five innings, one hit, one run. It was unearned, three walks, and struck out seven tonight, earning his sixth win of the season. He's six and two, and he's really been a nice addition to this A's rotation since coming over as part of the Frankie Montas deal. So talk about this win. We got some young guys to highlight. We've got Tony Kemp to highlight, and of course the A's pitching. So 833-625-2278 is the number. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend here on A's Clubhouse. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their burial locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Toward left, the infield slightly to pull. Diaz leads at second. Allen from first. Castillo delivers. Swung on a high drive deep down the right field line. Hanniger back deep in the corner to the wall. He'll watch it fly. And Tony Kemp is at a three-run home run off of Luis Castillo in the bottom of the fifth inning. That shoots the A's in front, three to one. This is A's Clubhouse. 
Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. That was the big blast for the A's, as you heard it there, the Tony Kemp three-run homer. And you heard Ken and I joking about it. It's got to be named Kemp's Corner down there. When he pulls his hands in and drives a ball down there, we saw it a lot last year. We haven't got to see it quite as much this year, but his seventh homer of the year for Tony Kemp. And it was a, uh, a nice knock for the Oakland A's, who did most of their damage with two outs there in the bottom of the fifth inning. I mean, Tony Kemp's three-run homer was obviously the big blast in that inning for the Oakland A's, but they weren't done after that. They followed that up. You had, uh, I think it was Machine and then Murphy going back-to-back with doubles to get the A's their fourth run and keep that two-out rally going and knock uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball out of the game. You know, the Mariners went and got Castillo to be the guy that lead them back to the postseason and the A's were able to get to this guy a little bit. You know, he he shut him down early on, but it wasn't really overpowering the A's the way that we've been talking about in recent games where we've seen the A's strike out 13 times here, then 13 times there. You know, it looks like they're a little overwhelmed to the plate or a little tired, but not the case tonight for the A's at home. A nice comeback inning. It happens with two outs there. And look, obviously, it's still not perfect for the Oakland A's, but a nice win is a nice win. And J.P. Sears, since coming over in that trade, has really, for the most part, he had that one bad outing where the A's felt he was tipping his pitches. But for the most part, this guy's going to give you five solid innings every time he goes out there. And we're going to have to see if he can uh, can build on that a little bit tonight. I mean, he had 37 pitches, I believe, in the second inning when he got into trouble. But, ul- but ultimately, just 86 pitches tonight. So this is a guy... The A's are going to like to see if they can get stretched out and see if they can turn that five consistent innings into like six and seven consistent innings more often. But Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend, 833-625-2278 is the number. If you want to jump in, we're going to head out to the phone lines now. We're going to start with the Warrior in Arizona. What's going on tonight, man? Hey, first of all, I'm going to take it easy on you. I really, really am. Nice kid. One of those guys that you, you, you know, good for the organization, putting your time in. Okay. But I will say this. There are no hijinks in the, in the bullpen when you're going to lose 100, 100 games. There are no cute little names in Kiner's corner or Kemp's corner or whatever when you're hitting 238. My problem with, with the A's organization, which you have, which I, I, I get ready for the Arizona Fall League. That's a different story. But you have nothing to do with it. So you just happen to be filling in the spot today. It would be easier to if it was Roxy or, or whatever. But I'm going to take it easy. Let me tell you why I have a problem with Dave Cavill. All right? And it's nothing to do with the ballpark situation or anything else. I, I'm the type of guy that I have a meeting with you so that the guy behind you can go change the locks. So I understand how cutthroat <laughs> professional sports are, though I never rose above the double-A level in, in hockey working in, in management. Is I look at ticket prices throughout Major League Baseball. The A's average ticket price, or night at the ballpark for four people, is $204. More than the New York Mets. I mean, come on, that's not $4. really what it is. I mean, where, where, are you, where are you getting your information from? You can go get a four-pack of tickets uh, for you know, 40 I, bucks. I just stole it. Tickets are, it, stole you know, it. parking's another 20 so you're talking about 60 bucks for four people to go in there to the game. Yeah, it depends what you spend on your food and everything like that. Will, but, will you let but me I get see to these, my point? But, come on, but Warrior, come on. You see these lists all the time. And it let- says, this is how much it costs for a family of four to go out there. And they're almost always wrong. 
you know, they cite beer prices that are way off or like hot dog prices that don't matter. So you see these prices that come out there. I just kind of roll my eyes when I see those anymore because I take my kid, I take my wife out there to the ball game. We're only three. We're not a family of four, but we're not spending 200 bucks every time we go out to an A's game. So, you know, I got to roll my, when, when you say it's 200 bucks to go out to an A's game for a family of four, come on, man. We know that it's less than that. Okay. But I'm looking at all these other other teams with far better records, far better parts. Look, I like I'm out here in Arizona. I had I've gone to a couple of games this year. Sorry, the A's weren't on the uh, uh, the list of crossover teams, but for what it costs to go to an A's game compared to what it costs in so many other venues, you've got a below average team. You have a a double A team. The, the most exciting thing is. Who's going to hit less, Steven Boder or Pache? I've been to games all throughout. Sorry I didn't get to go to Vegas this year. But I've, I, I've been to Stockton. I, I've been to, to Huntsville. I've been up and down the, the back when there was the Pacific Coast League. So I've done that. I love the minor league level. I just think that a disservice is being done to the fans by the substandard ballpark, which Cabell can't help, but he can't help on the ticket pricing. Why would it should it cost more to go to an Oakland A's game than to a, a New York Mets game? I don't think that it does, but I, I appreciate the call, Warrior Man. Like, I do like, and I, and I love the passion from fans who come in and you know want to hold the organization accountable, hold the team accountable, and you know that that's important. I mean, I I do appreciate that, but I don't think it is more expensive to go to an A's game than it is a Mets game. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about there because. Uh, I mean, the, the A's have plenty of deals. Obviously, they've got the four-pack of tickets for the Friday night fireworks, and I think it's like 39 bucks for you and your family of th- you know four to go to a game. So these have plenty of deals like that. I, I know it can be expensive, and you know, and I get where you're coming from because ultimately, if you're paying about the same for a ticket that you were a year ago when the A's had all-stars like Matt Olson and Matt Chapman and you know guys that you wanted to come see like Chris Bassett and Sean Manaya. And now you're paying that same amount for a bunch of guys that you haven't really heard about because they're minor leaguers. And I get that. I, I get where that can be upsetting, you know, and I can get where fans can be annoyed by that. But, you know, this is something that the A's have been pretty clear with the way that they handle things for 22 years now. We've watched them go through these cycles where they're good for three years and then they rebuild for three years and then they're good for three years and then they rebuild for three years and I also get how tiring that can be for fans and for an organization. And if you're annoyed with that, I, I don't fault you at all. I 100% get that. But I also think that this organization and Dave Cavill and what they're trying to do with Howard Terminal, they're trying to end that cycle. They're trying to be more consistent with what they're trying to be able to do. And honestly, I think they were trying to do that before that, before kind of Things changed a little bit with the economics and the pandemic, and they were trying to be more like the Rays where you're going to have kind of an even keel and not have a team that drops close to 100 losses a season. So I appreciate the call, Warrior, but 833-625-2278 is the number if you want to jump in line. Now is a good time. On the other side of this, we're going to catch up with the hero of the game for the Oakland A's, Tony Kemp. His seventh homer of the year, a three-run blast, getting the team in front. We'll hear he caught up with Vince Catronio. We'll bring you that conversation on the other side. We'll also take your calls. And Uncle Townie will join us, 833-625-2278, the number. You can also find me on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. 
We'll have your phone calls. We'll have the conversation with Tony Kemp as we roll along talking about the A's combined one hitter as they come back and beat the Mariners 4-1. to Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend here on A's Clubhouse. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. Four tickets and parking starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Which NorCal drivers are having the most fun right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. This car is actually both reliable and safe and a lot of fun. My Honda is a beast. My Honda is delicious. Honda has the happiest drivers in America and is the most fun to drive, period. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Happiest drivers based on 2021 ACSI survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles. Visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Now the 0-2 pitch, here it is, and it swung on and missed, this one is over. The A's get a great win. Sears gets the win, they knock Castillo out of the game in the fifth inning when the A's scored four times. The A's beat the Mariners, they take the first game of the series, the final is 4-1. to one. Well, that was the call of the uh, A's 4-1 to one win over the Mariners tonight as the team comes back. J.P. Sears, a uh, big star for the A's tonight. Those five innings allowed just one hit, no earned runs. His only run allowed came uh, via a walk and an error, and that was uh, in the troublesome second inning for J.P. Sears, who gets his first win in nearly a month since the uh, end of August. But he wasn't the only hero for the Oakland A's tonight. Tony Kemp, who has been on fire for this team since the All-Star break, came in tonight hitting 290 since the break. He was two for four tonight with a three-run homer parked the ball into Kemp's corner. He caught up with Vince Catronio, and today, Tony Kemp, our player of the game. It was on Roberto Clemente night at the Coliseum, and the A's nominee and winner of the award for the Athletics, Tony Kemp, with a three-run homer against Luis Castillo. Certainly the big blow in the game as the A's win 
against Seattle by a 4-1 final. Tony, it's the, I want to get to the home run, but I think something that you know as a veteran player, watching a young pitcher mm -hmm. like J.P. Sears compete, getting to your situation, uh, the at-bat for Connor Capel, the base hit by Nick Allen mm -hmm. setting the stage, trying to see young players take advantage of this opportunity. What, what did you see in that regard? Yeah, I've just been telling the guys just to have fun and, you know, we're big leaguers at the end of the day. Everybody's had success at the minor league levels and uh, just go out there and have fun and trust in your abilities. And, you know, to see what JP did tonight, had some adversity early, uh, but he battled through. He didn't give up and, you know, he got through uh, five innings right there. Was able, we were able to get him the win and, uh, you know, our bullpen pitched good too. And I feel like it was a complete team win right there. I know you are encouraging. Steven Vogt is encouraging. Sean Murphy's encouraging. Anybody that's considered a veteran on this club with so many young players are, are doing that, but still, that young player, that young pitcher has to find a way to do it themselves, and you have to let them do that, but you have yeah. to be there alongside. So how, how yeah. difficult is that to watch that play out? Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, you just have to be able to tell them to trust their abilities because sometimes you can start to fail up here and it can start to snowball and you can start to forget all the strengths that got you here. And um, I feel like it, the biggest message that Pender, uh, Steven Vogt and myself are just trying to tell these guys is, you know, you're going to have failures, but it's all about how you respond and it's all about the work that you put in the next day. And um, that's what makes you a true pro. So, uh, you know, these guys are young, but they're definitely hungry. So how do you approach Luis Castillo? 97 to 100 with a pretty good slider and a not bad changeup as well. Uh, take me through the thought process and getting that changeup that you were able to hit out to right field. Yeah, so um, he's obviously a really good pitcher. And, um, you know, I feel like the real chess game is with me and Kirk Sally because me and Kurt have... Uh, battled against each other a lot and um, you know Kurt knows I don't swing at a lot of first per first pitch all-speed pitches so uh, in that second at bat when I saw the change up you know I kind of felt like he might go to the slider so um, you know I was just honestly sitting for anything that uh, was an all-speed pitch and it ended up being a change up in the middle of the plate and um, obviously I'm not trying to go out there and hit home runs but I just wanted to put a good swing on things and um, you know thankfully it went out the ballpark. Another thing too that you could teach young players and you're going through a, you know, a strong second half is being able to finish the season. I mean, yeah. th this is a long season, yeah. longer than any of these guys have played. You've done it many times. Yeah. But what is that challenge like? Yeah, I feel like it really tests yourself mentally. And the biggest thing is to come into the ballpark with a positive mindset each day. And, you know, I could easily look at my first half and just wallow through the second half and um, kind of just gave up, but you know, that's not the competitive nature that most of these guys who get to this level are, are what they have. And, you know, sometimes you have to remember that, you know, we are part of the 1% culture, you know, there's still less than 30,000 people to ever play in the big league. So, uh, you just have to understand how special that is. And you have really have to hone in on, uh, putting your best foot forward each day. And, you know, sometimes it's not always physical, but it's more mental. It's more confidence. It's more how you walk around. Um, the field, how you walk around and carry yourself and, um, you know, the physical stuff will happen. So I feel like it's more mental, physical confidence than anything. You seem to be everywhere again tonight. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thanks. <laughs> Tony Kemp joining us. A's victorious by a 4-1 final. Now more of A's Clubhouse with Vegas Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend. Oh, well, thank you, Vince. Always good to hear from Tony Kemp, who is a real leader on this team. We'll hear more about Tony Kemp as we roll along. But before we do, we're going to step aside to allow our stations to identify themselves here on A's Cast and the Oakland A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
Welcome back to A's Clubhouse, the number 833-625-2278. If you want to jump in and get in line with Greg and Michael, we'll get to your calls uh, a little later, and I think Townie's going to join us in a little bit. So that number again, if you want to jump in, 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes, as the A's come back at a really nice win against a really good pitcher, and the A's pitching uh, was stellar tonight. It didn't look like it early, but J.P. Sears really locked in and uh, gave the A's exactly what they needed combined with that bullpen for the one hitter tonight for the A's getting a nice win. So, again, 833-625-2278. Townie and I will take your calls. Greg and Michael, stay right there, and Tony and I will get to you on the other side as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets. And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Pinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track in the shadows. Looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. And the A's are back ahead five to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And the pitch. And that's swung on a line drive. Solid base hit to center. So the first athletics hit for Connor Capel is the A's third hit tonight. It comes with one out in the bottom of the fifth. He becomes the tying run, and that'll bring up Jordan Diaz. 21 stolen bases in the minor leagues. Maybe that might be part of the game as well. Mm-hmm. Hits right out of the plate, just stayed with it. Didn't overswing, back through the middle. Pretty good strategy. He was 9 for 28 in seven games for the Vegas Aviators after, as Vince said, he was claimed off waivers from the Cardinals. 
on the 9th of September. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend talking about the A's 4-1 win over the Mariners as they come back, scratch across four runs in the bottom of the fifth to chase off Luis Castillo, one of the best pitchers in baseball as they get the comeback win. And these pitching locking down this Mariners team as J.P. Sears led the way. He struggled a little bit there in that second inning, 37 pitches, but goes five innings, one hit, doesn't allow an earned run. The only run against him was unearned tonight and had a career-high seven strikeouts as the A's combined with uh, a couple other pitchers. It was five pitchers combined for the one-hitter tonight, giving the A's the win over the Mariners to start this series in Oakland. 833-625-2278 is the number if you want to jump in line. Chris Townsend joining us now is uh, just your general impressions of this game because early on it really looked like J.P. Sears might have been in trouble, but he kind of buckled down there. He got a lot of strikeouts tonight. And J.P. Sears, as you know, relies on his control a lot, but tonight we saw a lot of strikeouts from the young man. Well, I, I could lie to you and <laughs> tell you that, oh, I knew all along everything was fine. Or I could tell you the truth that I was in full-on panic mode in that second inning because I just kept looking at his pitch count going, my God, he's at 40. He's at 44. He's at 47. We're in the second inning. You can't have 50 pitches in two innings. That's insane, right? And we already know the bullpen's gas. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Dave Stewart, and he's going, this is, I mean, it was a disaster. And then to get out of it and to get get out of it with only one run, and it was an under and run, I got to tell you, J.P. Sears showed again that toughness, that just what he brings, being a guy that went to the Citadel, and he's so disciplined, and just just everything you love about him, you saw tonight as he got through all of that. And, and obviously the air killed him and well, didn't kill him. It just, it could have led to some really right. bad things. You can't give away outs. You just can't. We saw that in Houston. You almost saw it tonight. And for Jordan Diaz, I had to just go look. I'm like, this guy does not look comfortable at all at second base. Do you know how many games Jordan Diaz has played in his career at second base? It's not a, it's not many, is it? Take a guess. Uh, let's say thirty-eight. Not even close. Yeah. Lower. Four. Okay. Four. He had three starts. You put a guy out at second base tonight to start a big league game who had only had played four times, three starts in a minor league career. Yeah. And you wonder why he did not look like he was comfortable. I mean. So I don't know what they're going to do defensively with Diaz. You're going to have to find a spot for him. If he can hit like we think he can hit, you're going to have to find a spot. But how about Tony Kemp? Tony Kemp just continues. The September numbers, they are very impressive. I, mean, I know he was hitting 290 since the All-Star break. I mean, this guy has been a lot more like the guy we saw last year than what we saw in the first half of the season from Tony Kemp. 15 games in September hit 321. Six six extra base hits, 12 RBIs. That's in 15 games in September. So he's finishing strong. It was nice to see this win, especially since everybody's talking about this gauntlet of starting pitchers the A's are going to have to face. As, oh, my God, DeGrom, and tomorrow's Robbie Ray, and, oh, my God, doom and gloom. Hey, this Castillo guy, they've gotten him twice now, and he's their hired gun. You're right, man. It was uh, it was a fun game. You know, it was uh, I think Ken said it at the end of the final call. It was a great win for the A's because 
it didn't really feel like this was a game that they dominated. It was kind of, they, they jumped on it one inning where they got all their runs and kind of came back in and the pitching kind of gave you that, that, like you said, in, in those first couple innings, you're not sitting there feeling a lot of confidence and then they pull out a win, you know, like they, they, they pull out a win. This is a game I think we're used to seeing the A's lose rather than them come back and win. So a great win for the A's. We'll take your uh, your phone calls if you want to jump in. The number is 833-625-2278. We're going to head down to slow. We're going to catch up with Greg in San Luis Obispo as he called in here, uh, jumping in with Chris Townsend and Joe Hughes here on A's Clubhouse. Vegas Joe, what's cracking, brother? How you guys doing up there? You got got Townie, too. What do you, guys, you guys are tag team in the show, huh? That's it, man. We're talking a little A's baseball, celebrating and uh, making life easier for A's fans is they don't have to just hear my voice. They get they do get to hear Townie, even when he's doing the double dip in the TV <laughs> and the radio. Hey, you know, a, a little break from Townie never hurt anybody, right? He always gives me a hard time, so anytime wow. I can throw a cheap... He's right me, here. Yeah. I mean, the man can wow. hear you. <laughs> you unloyal. Oh, I know he's right there. All the lines, all the calls, all the misery... I have nightmares about your phone calls, everything I do. And then you do me like that. You do me like Goodness that. Goodness gracious. Thank you, Susan. Hey, I, 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 lo- I love Susan. I love Tony. I love all you guys. You guys are the best show in the biz. But I do talk trash, so I got, I got to keep it real sometimes. Might be the only thing you've you know, said that's correct all season long. It's the best <laughs> show in the business. Stop it. I, to- I told you about your star wide receiver at San Jose State. What more do you want out of me? Come on, man. I'm doing my best here. <clears throat> now, What's going on, about Greg? A's What's on your mind about last- the, uh, the A's tonight, man? Well, I mean, I, I love the A's tonight, but I- but before I jump into Sears, and, I- you know, I-, I-, I agree with Townie. Gosh, second inning, it was panic button time, man. Bases loaded. He-, he walked the guy to get to Rodriguez. And I think Rodriguez swinging at the first pitch, he was thinking grand slam because he knew he was getting a fastball. But – you know, still for, for Sears to, uh, to to battle that inning. And like Tony said, you're looking up there and he's at 50 pitches in the second inning. Oh, my gosh. That was – that didn't look good. But but to turn it around and, uh, you know, not only keep the A's in it, to really just heat up and, and, and you know, to see, see Kemp touch that kid. That guy for Seattle, man, I was talking to the guy that took my phone call, 99 with movement, you know, a, a tough, you know, 89-mile-per-hour slider. I mean, for Tony Kemp to turn that guy around, that's saying something because that guy's got really, really above average stuff. So, you know, like, like Kenny said, great win for the A's. I mean, that's, you know, that, that, that's not a tough guy to face. So to scratch out four runs and then, you know, Sears and, and you got to give the bullpen their props. I mean, they came in and, and you know, three innings with Puck and, and, and the, the, how do you pronounce that, Piaps kid? I mean, the bullpen did their oh, job yeah. tonight too. So that's, that's, yeah, that's refreshing to see because, you know, as we all know, the bullpen hasn't been a, hasn't been real great for the A's this year. So, you know, the, the, the last guy that called in, what was he talking about? 200 bucks to go to an A's game. What, I, I mean, you know, God bless A's fans. We all love them. But, you know, I, I said this a time before, where do you get some of these guys? 200 bucks to go to an A's game. They got like a, a $35 four seat deal going right now on like Friday night. I, I don't, you know, some of these guys, you know, I, just, and, and, I don't and know. I called them out on it too. Cause like the, it was the warrior that called in Downey and you know, the warrior likes to bring a lot of positivity, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my. And, but you know, he comes in, you see these stories that come out where like, they say that this is how much it costs to a, go to a baseball game. And they like, they throw out these kind of outrageous, like ticket prices. And then they say beer costs five bucks in the same article. It, like it's just out of touch with reality. And I know a lot of fans like to, to look at that, but, it's so far out of touch with reality with what it costs to go to an A's game. Like, I get it. 
going to a baseball game, going to a sporting event, it's not cheap, especially if you're going to go to like a 49er game or a Warrior game. But, you know, baseball is a little bit, uh, I think, better priced because they're counting on you coming out a lot more than maybe those other sports are. But 200 bucks to go to an A's game, come on. That it's just not the way that people are spending money when they go to the A's game. Like I'm sure he saw that in an article. It's stuck in his craw, and then the warrior had to call in to let us know. You know he didn't like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you you look up and it's like the the trendy thing to do is to bag on the A's. You know, I don't spend any money, and you know it's 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 always hey the Coliseum, and you know the ownership, and blah blah blah. But it's like okay, people you know people want to have takes like that, but when you come with takes that just aren't true, I mean, I come in with feisty takes every once in a while, but you know, I'm 99 for 100 most of the times. Greg and Slow, you know, <laughs> not, you, you set them up, I knock them down. But, I mean, 200 bucks for – some of this stuff is just so ludicrous. I just – I, I kind of shake my you know, shake my head at Ace fans sometimes, just kind of going like, you got you got to come with, with real stuff and facts to back up what you're claiming. But, you know, I think that was the same guy that said maybe Jonah Bride's going to be a backup catcher for the A's next year. So, you know, when that guy comes on and has some of his takes, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised he comes with, you know, kind of – out of bounds figures like 200 bucks for an A's game. So I don't know. I, I heard well, that. Is, I was it, like, is it 200 oh. bucks per ticket or 200 bucks for like multiple tickets? Yeah. I think he said it was like uh 200 bucks to take your family to the game or something like that. You well, know, like, I, yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not outrageous. That's, but I mean, 40 bucks for what do you got? The deal that gets you Friday nights, you go for 40 bucks with parking. And then what are you going to spend another 160 bucks on food? Hey, listen, if you're complaining, if someone's complaining about 200 bucks going to a game and you claim, I mean, if people are going to claim that this is not a small market team, if people are going to complain that this is the Bay Area and that we're different than a lot of the other markets, 200 is nothing. I mean, 200 I get, I mean, bucks. For like Even still, that's minutes? that's fifty bucks. But you're right, because at, at the end of the day, that's fifty bucks for four people, right? Like each person, that's, that's fifty bucks. And you know, because you're right, because I think there are some A's fans that for two hundred bucks are thinking they're going to play second base that night. But you know, it's just you're right. That's the reality. <laughs> if the A's do get Howard Terminal done, you know, the way that uh, A's fans are used to finding deals to be able to slide in there to the upper deck, and you know, it's going to be more expensive. That's just part of the reality of getting a new stadium and getting kind of up to that economic level that exists throughout baseball. But $50 you know the way to do it. for a that's nothing. Yeah, I'm with you. That's not that's expensive. And if people feel that way, I feel for you. And I, you know, but if you're saying you want a new ballpark like everybody else has, and if you're saying you want players that cost hundreds of millions of dollars, if you want to have the payroll, if you want to have the average per guy, if you want to do what these other teams do, you honestly can't say, I'm worried about $50 a ticket. I don't think he was worried about 50 I think what he was saying is he was annoyed about going from last year's team with stars like Olsen and Chapman and then paying the same amount for you know a bunch of guys that have been traded away and you've got these young guys that you haven't heard about and you know paying 50 bucks for, you know, if you're paying 50 bucks for Olsen and Chapman and Manaya and Bassett, and now you're paying 50 bucks for, you know, you're sitting there, Kevin Smith and Christian Pache, you know, it seems like the, the value of what you're spending. And I think yeah, that's what never, his point You're was. never going to adjust your tickets based on what the team does. Oh, I right? get you. I'm just saying that. Right? I think that that's what, what the Warriors was annoying. won the World yeah. Series, you can right. turn around and go, hey, you're only paying 50 bucks for the World Series. Right, yeah. So it's like, you know. Yeah, the, I mean, way they, the way the, 
Well, I was going to say the way to do it, Vegas, Joe, is to be one of the best callers in the Ace Clubhouse show, and Chris Townsend hooks you up with tickets. That's the best way to do it because every once in a while I've, I've been known to, to, to text Townie and, and kind of get a ticket to or, or two. So when you're one of the best callers, that's kind of the way to do it. That's one of the perks you get, right, Townie? That's not factually true. I mean, the way that you came in and you slammed him, Greg, you slammed him, and now you're hitting yeah, him up with that. tickets afterwards. <laughs> just just, just, just the, takes a shovel and throws dirt on me. Yeah. Look, look at the way I – look how the hosts get treated. Night yeah. after night, I grind this thing out, and I just get treated like filth. <laughs> That's the uh, thing that man, me and Tony he doesn't even Vegas want the tickets. Joke. He's just going to want 50 bucks from you. <laughs> That's the thing that me and me and me and uh, Townie got Vegas Joe. A little back and forth, little cheap shots here and there. But at the end of the day, you know, you don't got to worry about two hundred bucks when Townie's hooking you up with great seats, right, brother? <laughs> oh, Greg, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I'll be in uh, a couple more times this week, man. Don't be a stranger. We'll, we'll check in. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more A's baseball, man. I appreciate the call tonight, man. Thanks for filling in, Joe, and love you, Townie. Take care, brother. Sounded like he loved you the way he got to that uh, early on. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Oh, yeah, these callers. These callers make it feel like it's Christmas morning every day, don't they? Yeah. Uh, 833-625-2278. If you want to jump in, uh, we're going to keep rolling along with your phone calls. We've got Michael in Napa lined up uh, wanting to talk about the A's 4-1 win over the Mariners tonight. What's going on, Michael? Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? I have my phone on speakerphone. We gotcha. What do you uh, What are you drinking tonight in Napa? What have What, what have we taken the cork out of tonight? <laughs> I used to have a problem, so I had to quit. But I oh, never drank enough. much wine. Um, I drank uh, no, nothing exciting tonight. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, like the warrior that the the guy that called in tonight is that a is there only one warrior? There seems to be a guy who calls in frequently with with that name. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the same guy. I used to I've been taking phone calls from the Warrior about, you know, the 49ers, the Warriors, the Giants, the A's for I don't know, almost 15, 20 years now. So, he's uh, yeah, he hasn't yeah. changed too much. He's 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 not quite as uh, off the rails, but he reminds me a little of the great Salty Balty sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, much like Greg, I I didn't really really care for what he was talking about. And I, I certainly hear what you guys, you know, I was listening the whole last conversation and I, I couldn't agree more. God, 50 bucks a game. Geez, if you go across the bay, it, the 70, 80 bucks to sit right down on the field in Oakland and you go over there and you're lucky to get the third deck. Last year, I went to an A's Giants game there, um, fireworks show. And, and, and let me tell you, the everyone that, that talks about the fireworks show being better in Oakland, they're, they're not lying. They're the best I've ever seen, you know, anywhere. And I, I've, I, you know, Napa does a decent show. We went to um, Sonoma this year, and they had a good one. I've been to Guerneville when they let water run over the bridge. This was uh, 30 years ago, but they they let water run over the bridge, and they they'd put a big like light on it, something like how they call Batman, and they they show images and. And the A's, you know, by by far, I've always enjoyed the most. Oh, man, the A's do a great fireworks show, man. You're not lying about that. I'll be out there on Friday night for that fireworks show, bring my daughter out for uh, A's and Mets and a nice fireworks show. And, I, you know, uh, Tony knows this. I threw out the first pitch. It was a firework night. And I had my grandma with me. I've got a great shot of just, like, 
she we went down to the field we watched the fireworks show and she's just got her jaw on the floor enjoying that fireworks show that the a's put oh, on that's great you know it, it's it's one of the things that they do best you get to go down the field and you get to have a great show and you know, I don't know, Tony. Do you know on Friday if they've got a uh, music theme for that fireworks show? I know it's going to be fan appreciation, but is it, you know, it's not Queen or anything like that. I know it's no, not Paw Patrol it's, or uh, anything. It's, like a, it's, I was hearing the Bay promo tonight. Something about being hyphy. We're going to get all hyphy. Okay. <laughs> a little E40, and oh we're going to go oh. dumb and ghost ride the whip. <laughs> go dumb. Bay Area's go best hits for the fireworks show. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um boy you know just to shift gears a little bit i i really enjoyed the game tonight i was worried too about jp sears's pitch count um you know sands the first inning of course when he was pretty economical but after that man he was struggling but it, it seemed like he, he figured it out and and that was real good to see as a longtime A's fan it's it's great to see these young kids get a chance to to figure it out and you know, because we're we're just seeing what we can get for for future years. You know, there's no there shouldn't be any real pressure on on the team to to win. It's just about developing these guys. And and JP Sears he started well, and then he he had a couple rough starts. And and man, tonight um, to get through five and you know the the whole pitch count thing. God, I I was talking to to Townie last time I I called about uh, Caprillion and. What, what was it like 34 consecutive starts or something like that, where he doesn't get out of the, he doesn't get a chance to, to have a quality game and it, it's just not right. Um, but the whole, the whole game tonight, I really enjoyed the, the bullpen. I'm, I'm looking at, I use Yahoo sports for my, uh, my stats and whatever uh, the, the app to look at, at scores and whatnot. And you look at all the ERAs for the for the guys in the game tonight, and and they're all under 3.58, and that and that was Sears. They're all they're all threes, and and that that's pretty good, I think. You know, when you when you go into the year and all these question marks, and we're a young team, and sure, Piamps and and Sears, you know, they haven't pitched a, a full year, but I'm I'm really impressed with with that stat. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I think the the plus guys that the A's were really counting on, they're not here right now. You know, we, we, we have those guys that are they're hurt. Zach Jackson and one of those guys, Danny Jimenez. Those are kind of the plus in at the bullpen. And you're right. I mean, A.J. Puck, I think the nicest thing about A.J. Puck is that he's healthy. You know, this was a guy the A's have been really high on for a long time. And, you know, I, we've seen the ups. We've seen the downs. You know, we've seen a game where, you know, he, he can't find the strike zone. He couldn't, you know he gets a little lost out there at times and that'll happen when you're yeah. six, eight and you're trying to control everything, but you know, getting sure. through a healthy season, I think that's a good sign because one thing that a lot of people have wanted to see for AJ puck and something he's needed to do, this guy needed to pitch, you know, Tony, you know that like he yeah. was getting hurt. He just needed the innings. He needed that experience. And, you know, for a guy that we've been hearing about for years and years and years, this is really the first time yep. that we're getting to see him get through a full season. So that's encouraging. I mean, mm -hmm. I know, they were batting back and forth. If he was going to be a starter and a bullpen guy, just being healthy, I think he's going to be a bullpen guy. You know, you just for being healthy and you know the best available, the best ability is availability. This is the most available we've seen AJ Puck since he's uh, come into the A's organization. Yeah, I've had to. You know, I, I set that early 
in the season where I said, I just need him to stay healthy. I need him to take the ball and stay healthy. And then we started getting some expectations when he was staying healthy and he was throwing well. At one point, he had a 0.7 something ERA, and it has skyrocketed. It is. It's up to 3.13 after tonight. No, you do not want your relievers being in the threes. That is not what you want, especially your late inning relievers. Uh, but all these guys are throwing more innings and they're having more appearances than they've ever had in their careers. You know, this is what happens when you're on a team like this and this is not established. I mean, when you go Acevedo last year through 10 innings, that was his first year. And now, I mean, excuse me, 10 appearances. And I think today, what was today's appearance number 65, you go from 10 to 65. So uh, they're on fumes. This bullpen is absolutely on fumes. There's been no September call-ups to help anybody out. And, and whether you think of uh, Jimenez or you think about Jackson or you think about God Mole, I mean, guys who are on the IL, yeah. it's just, it, it is what it is. And I mean, really, Piamps has come over after they picked him up after Kansas City let him go. And Piamps has become the new Acevedo. It seems like he pitches every single game. So so it's been a rough year. It is. I mean, let's face it. They're a bad team. We know it. They know it. They have the lowest batting average in baseball. They have the lowest OPS in baseball. Pitching hasn't been great. I mean, it is what it is. But tonight you look at, you know, right now we're trying to find what's going to help us in the future. What did tonight show you? Tonight showed you that J.P. Sears is going to be a part of that future. That's a great sign. And to see Diaz out there and Garcia out there. And Tony Kemp, don't be shocked if Tony Kemp's not back here. He can help you, not maybe as an everyday guy, but Tony Kemp can do a lot of things for you. So a nice victory tonight, and this is going to be a fun stretch where you're going up against some of the best arms in all of the game. And to your point, I mean, Tony Kemp is a leader. I mean, the way that he carries himself both on and off the field, that's an example for these young guys to to, to kind of model themselves after, to follow along with this is how you carry yourself. This is what it's like to be a big leaguer. And Tony Kemp has done that. So we, we saw how much emphasis the A's have put on that this season, you know, bringing in Jed Lowry, having Steven vote on this team, guys that uh, were examples that these younger guys could kind of follow along with. And, you know, part of the reason you hang on to a Steven vote in a year like this is because you've got some young catchers coming up like Shay Langoliers. And that could be a guy that he can really lean on because as much as we're focusing on that, you know, we're focusing on the positive. Shea Langoliers is the guy that everyone has been really high on, but a lot of strikeouts for Shea Langoliers. He's really going through it right now, and he can't lay off that slider down and away. He's looking, reminding me a little bit too much like a Rubio Durazo right now with he's just swinging at those <laughs> sliders down and away every single time. But, I mean, I think there's more upside. I think he's just got to make that adjustment. But right now, you know, he's just one of those young guys. And, you're going to expect that. And it's not just with the bullpen guys like we've been talking about. We're going to see that with some of these young guys at the uh, at the A's. You know, like uh, Nick Allen tonight, two for two, looks really good. But we've seen Nick Allen go through some slumps as well. So it's Did just about for Castillo was afraid of him and <laughs> walked him because he was afraid. Then Tony Kemp at the three-run shot. Hey, by the way, two guys, <laughs> two guys that came over in the Matt Olson trade. Yeah. Pache struggled and has struggled. The book got out on him quick and they abused him. And now Langoliers came out, got a bunch of extra base hits early. And now they're just, they're, they're dominating them and contact contact has become a struggle. 
these two guys, now, if this if this continues to go this way, you know, I, I don't know where they start next season. It could be back in AAA, but they're going to have to figure out. I mean, if you can't make contact, you can't play. And and at this point, yeah, I I I I want to see him play. I'll go through the struggles, let them get their taste of it, let they get it. But they're young. But long term, you mean you? I mean, Langoliers went from we were we were like through the moon. He's now under two hundred. Pache's under two hundred for the season. So you got you got to have competitive at bats. That was the problem with Pache when finally it was like you got to send him down. He just wasn't competing. He wasn't competitive. Unfortunately, right now, that's kind of where we are with Langoliers. Those at-bats tonight were not competitive. Oh, 100%. And I think uh, here's the stat right here. He's got 47 strikeouts and 107 plate appearances right now. Uh, and that's just not going to get it done. I mean, that's why I brought up the El Rubio Durazo thing, because you remember when he came over, he was hitting everything. And then once it came down to just everyone knew, down and away, down and away, this guy's going to swing at it. You're going to get him to strike out every single time. Once the book was out on him, he was an easy out. And the difference for Langoliers, he's a young guy. He's learning. He's going to have to make that adjustment, and that's going to be incumbent upon him. But it's going to be something that uh, we're going to be watching for these final two weeks to see if he can make that adjustment. So, Michael, appreciate the phone call, man. And don't be a stranger here on A's Clubhouse. We've got another phone call we want to get to before we get out of here tonight, and that is Lucas calling in uh, from Australia all the way down under Check it in on the A's uh, win tonight, for us at least. But uh, what's going on in Australia, Lucas? Yeah, hello, gentlemen. Uh, Thursday, what day is it? Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Wednesday afternoon for you guys. Yeah, we're uh, we're 10.30 at night over here in Oakland. Yeah, it's just gone uh, 3.30 at the start of a four-day long weekend. And starts off with a win, which is always good. And like everyone said, um, there was panic stations on that um, second inning. I was just going in for my lunch and then come out of lunch and I'm going, oh, he's not going to be there when I get back. And I come back after lunch and he's still pitching. And I just thought, yeah, way to give the kid uh, another go just to try and pull himself out of it. And he did. And yeah, we got in behind him and gave him a win. Yeah, man, I was impressed with J.P. Sears. Like, you're, you're right. I mean, we've been talking about it, but Townie, really, since he came over, he had that one start where the A's felt like he was, you know, tipping his pitches a little bit. But consistently, right now, J.P. Sears is going out and giving you a solid five innings every time. And, I mean, tonight, his pitch count is, even with the way he struggled in that second inning, it was only 86 pitches. You know, there was an opportunity, maybe, if they wanted to go out there. But I think for the A's, the next step for J.P. Sears is to consistently go out there six and seven innings instead of five innings like what yeah. we're seeing since he came over. Yeah, absolutely. And that, um, yeah, we're definitely going to need that for next year when they uh, change all these rules. It's going to uh, put more pressure on the bullpen. All right, Lucas, I appreciate it, man. You're right. Those new rules, and uh, I haven't talked to you about that, Townie. I'm excited for the pitch clock, Uh, man. I'm excited for that. For guys in our business, there's a reason we're excited about it Uh, because those three-hour, four-hour games and not having to do that every night is it's going to be a benefit. You're going to actually see your family a little bit more, things like that. Do you remember that game recently in Texas that was a nine-inning game and it was three hours and 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I I was so angry when I came on after that game. I was like (laughs) – 
this is not good entertainment. Like, you can't tell me everybody there at the ballpark has left. Uh, I mean, who's actually really watching this or listening to it anymore? Three hours and 40 minutes, two teams not going to the playoffs, two teams grossly under 500 playing for three hours and 40 minutes. And then they're going to talk to the media after and talk about how important it was. It was like, oh, my God, this is like bad. It's like eating bad, forced to eating bad food. It was just like, I I just, I can't do it. I can't. And, yeah, the new rules are going to be fascinating. Movement. It's a game of movement, right? We, We become stagnant. We become watching a ton of people just sit around. And dead time, tons of dead time. What the new rules are going to do, it's going to get rid of dead time. It's going to kill probably 25 to 30 minutes of dead time, hopefully. Uh, Pitchers are constantly going to have to get on the mound. I mean, last night uh, after Monday Night Football, uh, Giant watching the Giants game against the Rockies. I mean, these pitchers at the end of the game, think about it. Scores field, both these teams stink. Game doesn't matter. I was at Rookie's uh, Sports Bar down in my neck of the woods. We're sitting there watching it, and I'm like going, look at this. These guys are holding the ball for like 30 seconds between each pitch. I know it's the end of the game, high leverage, blah, 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 blah. You don't need to like pitch, get the ball, walk around, get on the mound, look around, then get your sign. I mean, it's the whole thing's ridiculous. It's going to speed up the game. Uh shifting we're going to have batting batting average right now is the lowest since 1968 i mean it's just it's a, it's a travesty so offense is going to get better game is going to get faster there's going to be less downtime and the pickoffs and bigger bases is going to cause you know on a day where we've honored maury wills one of the great players of all time the 1962 uh, MVP, seven-time All-Star, three-time world champion, rest in peace, as he passed away today at the age of 89. We're gonna have more. We're gonna have more athleticism. We're gonna have more running. Everybody's gonna run more. It's just not gonna be the fast guys. You don't gotta be fast to get a good jump and steal bases. You gotta be smart. And we just we've and we we turn baseball into a slow beer league softball game. These new rules are gonna be. I do. I do think after a while. We will change the pickoff. They're just they just need to get this ball rolling. They will change that. But I think the new rules are gonna make baseball more exciting, more movement, faster. It's gonna be good for the game all around. I'm 100% with you, man. I'm really looking forward to the way that this is gonna change things. And I think it's gonna be a big change for people at the ballpark. And you're gonna see this action. You're gonna stay engaged more as opposed to watch the pitch and then you know talk to your friend for a few minutes and realize they still haven't thrown another pitch. And I don't know if you saw it. Uh, when the rule announcement came out, Major League Baseball on their Instagram posted a side by side of a Triple A game with a pitch clock and a Major League game without it. And a, they got like six pitches in in between two pitches in the Major League. In the minor leagues, they got like six pitches in that same time frame that you saw two pitches thrown in the major leagues. And I think it's really going to speed up the game. And I think it's going to be an adjustment for fans to realize like, oh, this is kind of a different game than I'm used to going. It's not the game that I've been going to for 10 years. This is a game I really don't feel like I've seen before. And unless you were at like the the Mark Mulder, Mark Burley kind of games back in the day, I don't think you're going to be used to kind of the speed that we're going to see from that. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. And uh, Lucas, I appreciate calling in from Australia there. And talk a little bit more about that. We'll talk about A's and Mariners coming up because 
you know, we're watching these young guys as they're uh, coming down towards the end of the season. I want to talk to you a little bit about this, Townie, and uh, we brought it up with Ken Korak about you've got so many young guys in this A's organization that are teammates for the first time and getting a chance to get to know each other and learn from each other. We could talk a little bit about how that might be an advantage for the A's once these guys actually get to spend some extended time together. So if you want to jump in, we'll give you a chance to uh, one final segment here with Townie and I, 833-625-2278, the number. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. A's beat the Mariners 4-1. to one. We roll along here on A's Clubhouse. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. See the road ahead more clearly with Sylvania Bulbs and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, purchase select Sylvania Bulbs and get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate, plus receive double O Rewards points. Replace your bulbs today and see better tonight. Let the professional parts people help you find the bulbs you need. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. At Boot Barn, we believe that the cowboy boot is an American icon. Today's boots are not only rooted in history, but are enhanced with modern technology features for the working cowboy. Ariat boots are built with advanced technology that provides the comfort and support of a high-performance athletic shoe, yet still has the functionality and durability of the iconic cowboy boot. 
And at Boot Barn, we carry over a quarter of a million pairs of Ariat boots nationwide. Ariat at Boot Barn. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hurry into the energy savings event at Lowe's. Save energy and save money on select major appliances, including Whirlpool Energy Efficient Appliances. You can also save with a smart thermostat. Right now, select Google Nest Learning Thermostats for $60 off. Plus, find other great energy-saving items throughout the store and check your eligibility for rebates in your area to save even more. Don't miss the energy savings event at Lowe's. Selection varies by location. Exclusions apply. Visit Lowe's.com for details. Ballot through 928. This is Joe Cordell. In other ads, I've talked about the weighty matters that are on the table in divorce. Assets, debts, spousal support, and of course, children. But here I want to talk to you about a troublesome issue that arises early and often in the divorce process, but which attorneys, including myself, say too little about, and that's the cost of a divorce. Yet as important as this factor is, it shouldn't overwhelm the more deserving issues that are raised by divorce. But here are just a few things that Cordell & Cordell is doing to help. We have now reduced our initial deposit or retainer. Also, there's no longer a charge for initial consultations for those who retain. And finally, we now provide on the front end a maximum fee pledge for certain modification and support matters. The bottom line is that to be a partner men can count on, we have to think about all their needs. And attorney fees are no exception. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capital Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814. Three and two, once again to Murphy, and Sean hits a drive down the left field line, a base hit, that's going to go to the wall. Around third to score his machine. Murphy goes to second with a double, and the A's have unloaded on Castillo in the fifth inning. Back-to-back -back doubles by Machine and Murphy, following the home run by Kemp. Murphy has his 66th RBI, and the Athletics have a 4-1 to lead. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend in here talking about the A's win, and that was part of the bottom of the fifth inning where the A's struck for four runs, three of them coming on Tony Kemp's three-run blast into what Ken Korak and I are saying is Kemp Corner, and then you've also got... Uh, the back-to-back -back doubles. This was a two-out rally for the A's as Machine and Murphy followed with a couple of doubles, getting the A's their fourth run there as they had a nice rally there against Luis Castillo, one of the best pitchers in baseball, and the A's able to get to him there and get a very nice win on a night where they combined for a one-hitter. J.P. Sears doing the bulk of the work, going five innings, and then a couple of relievers coming in to help the A's get the nice one-hitter as they get the win, but we're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And one of the things we're watching for on the scores is not just how they win the game, but it's who helped them win the game. And that's the Yankees. Tonight, it was Aaron Judge hitting home run number 60 as the Yankees came all the way back. They get a grand slam to help them come back and beat Cody's Pirates 9-8. to A nice grand slam for Stan there to help them out, but it's going to be Aaron Judge. That's the story of that game. 
hitting his 60th homer, tying him with Babe Ruth for the second most all-time in the American League. He's now one shy of Roger Maris in Townie. One of the things that's so impressive with what Aaron Judge is doing this season, he's leading all of baseball in home runs, and you look at how far he is ahead of second place. Kyle Schwarber, 20 homers back of Aaron Judge, who's got 60 homers already on the season. And it's no longer a conversation. It is a lock that he is going to win the American League MVP award this year. Earlier today, you won impressive on MLB Now on MLB Network. They did this comparison of kind of like where this season ends, where, where, where this season is and how it compares. And it really compares to a season that Stan Musial had back in 1948 where he leads in every category, like every category. And as of today, he wasn't leading in average. Is he now leading in average? Yeah, he's number one, and he's got all the triple crown. That happened uh, in this game. Yeah. So Stan Musial was one. He led in every category. I mean, everything you can think of, you can go OPS, OPS plus, like anything you want to think, Stan Musial. Stan Musial led in hits, doubles, triples. He was one-off home runs because a game where he hit a home run got rained out. And back then, if it got rained out, they replayed the entire game and they took that home run off the board. So you actually would have tied for home runs. But th there's not many years that you've ever seen. There was like Mike Schmidt during the uh, strike-shortened season where a guy offensively led like 10-plus categories. And that's what he's doing. It's just we focus in on home runs, and we should. It's it's a, it's historic. It's amazing. Hey, getting to sixty is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, it's only happened. There's only been a handful of guys that have ever gotten to sixty. Look at and most of those guys had a little help. <laughs> it's total bases. It's like it's like every stat you can get. He he leads all the old stats. He leads all the anal the all the metrics. The the newer analytics. He leads everything. It's crazy. I mean, it's it just blew me away. I mean, I've been following it since I heard it a couple weeks ago, just how far ahead he is of second place. 20 homers, that's a great season for most guys. That's a Seth Brown kind of home run season. He's got that many more home runs than second place in baseball. I mean, it's just incredible because that's not a race. I mean, he's leading this. He's run away with it. But I, I, maybe that's the only reason it hasn't been followed more nationally. I mean, he's a Yankee. He's got 60 home runs. There's already a lot of attention on it, but it's not like uh, back in the day when you had McGuire and Sosa and Griffey going back and forth and they were, you know, putting a special section in the paper so you could see how many homers all three guys have because it hasn't been a race at all. I mean, this guy's running laps around people at this point. Yeah, it's incredible. It is. And you know, it's so funny too. And I thought about this is when we bring up Otani, who won the MVP last year, he's having a better year this year. And there's a people trying to make the case and you can make a case for him. There is no question about it. Both these guys warrant it. But there is that group of people that think a pitcher should never be involved in the MVP race. Right. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And when pitchers have won, they've complained. So it kind of it's like, well. Now, all of a sudden, we're okay having pitching being, being brought into it. Uh, just the whole thing is uh, its fascinating. I mean, it's it, its historic to have a guy like Otani doing what he's doing, which we have never seen before, may never see again. And then you're having arguably the greatest clean season that we've ever seen in baseball. Clean. Now, no one will ever touch Bonds' years, but Bonds' years weren't clean. McGuire and Sosa wasn't clean. 
I have to believe because of all the drug testing. I mean, ask Fernando Tatis Jr., ask Ramon Laureano, ask anybody who's been popped recently. If you do it, you get caught. I got to believe what he's doing is on the up and up because he's been tested. They all get tested. Uh, I got to think when this is all said and done, I don't know. He's still got a ton of games left. I mean, he could get 66 or whatever. This could be the greatest clean offensive season in the history of the game. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think what's so special about it is you look about we we got so used to guys hitting these huge home run totals year in, year out and everything that it, it did kind of skew the perspective. But you look at what he's done. This is the first 60 homer season that we've had in 20 years. You know, like that's just how impressive it has been once the game, you know, quote unquote, cleaned up a lot more. It didn't happen everywhere it, like the way that people were expecting it to. And I think a lot of people lost a little perspective on how hard it is to hit that many homers. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see what Aaron Judge, the pride of Linden, California, has been doing this year. It's been a lot of fun to do that. So nice to watch Aaron Judge as that was our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Now we take a look at what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, you can learn more at ashbylumber.com. The A's will take on the Mariners again tomorrow, second game of this three-game series, and uh, I believe you're going to be starting at 4 p.m. tomorrow, getting up for that 5:40 first pitch with A's total access. You're going to have a couple segments with uh, Biff Roberts. Robert Flores is going to join the show. I know Kent Korak's going to catch up with Scott Emerson. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about what J.P. Sears was able to do. And then leading up to that 6:40 first pitch, Mariners taking on the A's again in Oakland. So. It's going to be a fun day, man, in these final series, these final home games. We're getting to go out there and uh, watch the A's and keep an eye on some of these young guys. And J.P. Sears is really impressive tonight, the way he struggled early and just able to kind of lock in. And we were kind of joking about it in the break, but here's the quote from uh, Martin Gallegos reporting J.P. Sears tonight. Quote, the guys here are still hungry to win. We still enjoy being out there. I wish the season could last even longer because I'm just enjoying being here. I love competing. That's the attitude I feel like everybody else brings as well. And, you know, that really does echo what Mark Kotze has been trying to get guys going here and uh, and trying to believe in really since the beginning of the season. That was before J.P. Sears was even part of the team. Yeah, well, J <laughs> J.P., you know, th there's one thing that that I he and Waldachuk, right? It's he and Waldachuk. I want to see more and I want to yeah. see more Jordan Diaz. And I want to see Dermis, and I want to see these guys. By the way, tomorrow we are going to have John Shea from the San Francisco Chronicle is going to join us on A's Cast Live, which you said starts at 4 o'clock. And Melissa Lockhart, because, you know, it's, it's interesting to note that these four guys that got called up, most importantly, I think about Soderstrom and I think about Geloff is that now that you've put them in triple A, because the A's, you know, we don't promote guys normally from double A to the big leagues. Now they're going to get a little taste of triple A till I think triple A goes till the 28th. So they're going to get a little taste. So now, you know, once you've done some double A, you've done some triple A, that big league level is right there, right in front of you. Man. And if the Atlanta Braves or, my God, look how young – I mean, think how long Jordan Alvarez and Tucker have been playing, and they're just 25. They've seen like they've been around for years. Pena's replacing Correa. He's just 24. 
The Braves are throwing up guys that are 21 years old. So it's kind of like, all right, Oakland, you got these young dudes. Let's see them. Let's see. Because a lot of older guys played this year. Next year, going into spring training. I mean, that's something, don't you think, as an A's fan, I can get excited about in the offseason going, hey, listen, if Geloff struggles, fine. But let me see him. I know he's got the few. I know he's the future. Soderstrom, I don't care. This kid's a prodigy. He's been a prodigy. He's the kind of guy that I could see swinging it at 21, 22 and having success. Vegas, I don't want these guys at Vegas. I mean, AAA numbers mean nothing now. No one's that good offensively. No one's that bad pitching wise. I just know these younger guys, now that they're getting more taste, and Gelf's a college guy, for God's sake. So it's like that's something that I, in the offseason, could get me excited about next season. I can sell that in the offseason. I can sell that when we're down at the winter meetings in San Diego. I can sell that in spring training. You can sell young. You can sell these new rules, more excitement, younger players, younger players, let's go get them. Manage them right, coach them up right, and the younger players, they as long as they can compete, as long as they compete. If they they don't if they're not competitive, then you got to make the moves and send them back down, but uh, these younger players going up to AAA, this four, McCann and, and Chris Well, who uh, obviously is a very good arm, it means they're that much closer to the big leagues. And at least that, that gives you hope, right? Yeah, There's yeah. two things we sell. We sell hope and we sell worry. Well, I'm done selling worry. I want to sell <laughs> hope. Well, uh, speaking of that hope, I'm just looking it up right now is uh, the Aviators fell to the Reno Aces 17 to 5 tonight. But those guys. All of them had a hit tonight in that game, and Geloff and McCann, they each homer tonight. You know, homer for those guys as they get uh, called up to the big league, Soderstrom, uh, one for four tonight, also struck out one time as he was catching, and so that that's a good point, and, you know, it brings me into a final point I wanted to ask you about. I don't know if you heard Ken Korak talking about this, but he referenced the story about uh, coming into the ballpark and seeing Norhe Ruiz and Austin Pruitt catching up in the bullpen. And those guys were talking to each other, getting to know each other's languages, you know, Ruiz from Cuba and Pruitt from Texas and, you know, learning English and Spanish from each other. And it really just highlighted that these guys are getting a chance. So many of these guys getting a chance to play together. It's not like it was when Chapman and Olsen, you know, and, guys came up together and they spent their whole careers coming up through the minor leagues. You've got so many people in this A's organization getting to spend time together for the first time this season. And I really think there's going to be more opportunity once they get comfortable with each other to help each other out. Like a guy like JP Sears, this guy relies a lot on control and that's what he's good at when he's on, he's finding the strike zone and able to locate. Then you got other guys like Adrian Martinez. That's what he struggles with when these guys can like, get to know each other and help each other out. Not just you're relying on Scott Emerson to help them out, but that peer-to-peer kind of work. I think that's another level that these young guys can take when they start getting used to each other and seeing how they can help each other out. We're a world game. Yeah. We're a game where players come from all over the world to play. We're just talking about Shohei Otani. He's from Japan, for for God's sakes. You're talking about Norhei Ruiz, who's from Cuba. Then we're going to be talking about this guy. He's from Venezuela. And then we talk about this guy. He's like a guy, you know, um, the second pitcher tonight for Seattle was Brash. He's from Canada. We got guys playing from all over the world. That's what sports are now. I mean, really, the only sports that you don't see that is football. (laughs) 
Football is the one sport, American football, not you soccer fans. American football is the one sport it's played by Americans, right? It's predominantly Americans to where, I mean, we have the, we have the president's cup going on in golf. It's the United States against everybody other than Europe. I mean, golf is a world sport. Tennis is a world sport, basketball, hockey, baseball, you name it. People come from all over the world to come to the United States. And, and we also play these events all over the world. So, I mean, that's really what sports is in, in, in 2022 and, and going forward is that you're going to play with people from everywhere. And it's really, really cool, as you said, where you have people who are born in different places, but they're, all their goal has been the same. You know, whether you grew up, we got players who come. Look at me, guys, that we've had from Australia, for God's yeah. sake. I mean, you just, you know, you talk about Grant Balfour to Liam Hendricks. I mean, we've had all these hey, guys. we had a call from Australia today. We had Lucas chucking in from Australia. Luke, Luke is you know? calling from the future. It's Thursday where he lives. <laughs> what? It's Tuesday here. He's in the future. So, and I'm thinking, I mean, we've had a ton of Australian guys. So, uh, Ryan Roland Smith, um, who's doing the show up there with uh, in Seattle, does a show right. with Grant Balfour. Who was the guy that we had in 12 left-handers? Uh man, is we had Hughes, we had Luke Hughes. There Black, was uh, um, Blackburn. No, no I, um, I know who you're talking about. I just I follow him on Twitter too. Let me. See. I have to pull this up now. It's gonna bug me. He's Australian. He wasn't here that long, but he wants. Yeah, big, we had a couple guys right. that were rolling through here. I remember. You know what I'm talking. About. Anyway, so it just goes to show you can you yeah. can have guys from Australia, Japan, the Dominican from california from florida from texas i mean you could have all these guys it's a it's a melting pot we're a world game and that's why we have this thing called the world baseball classic and it's special there's no doubt our game is really really special a lot of different languages guys from all over it's awesome yeah man i'm uh, i'm loving it i'm loving the a's win tonight it was fun to see the guys uh as ken korak said it was a fun win it was a great win for this a's team we obviously we know where the record is but you get these wins for this team. There are these nights that they're going to be fun. And tonight was one of them. JP Sears uh, really showed us a lot tonight. I think, you know, it was a guy that looked like he was going to be out of this game early on because the way the pitch count was getting to him in the second inning, he gutted it out. The strikeout wound up being a weapon for him as he combines for that one hitter, the A's get the win and, you know, they come back and Tony Kemp getting the win. So it was fun, man. I really enjoyed watching what the A's were able to do today. And uh, hopefully something they can build on because, you know, something else you're watching about is seeing how these young guys can, you know, maybe see if they can match up against some of these playoff teams. We just got to see that against the Astros and see that against the Mariners because this is what the A's are building towards. They're not there yet. You get to see how far they've got to go when you're matching up against these teams that are, trying to be playoff teams like the Mariners. And I heard you talking about a pregame that the Mariners haven't made the playoffs since you've been married, right? Was that what I you said? Married. Travis Blackley. There you go. There you go. Another Australian was an A. Yeah, the, the, the Mariners, I got married July 28th, 2001. That's how <laughs> long ago it was. I mean, Joe, where were you in 01? I was in high school. Yeah, you were in high school. I was I was with a guy today. Who goes one of the guys who was working on the TV show today. Goes, yeah, I was in third grade. <laughs> That's how long. Like this is how yeah. this when you talk futility, and when A's fans bitch and complain, oh, we haven't won the World Series. It can be worse. The Pirates <laughs> weren't five hundred for twenty years. 
20 pirate fans. You only live for so long in life and a good part of people's lives never saw their team's team be 500. I mean, the Mariners, it's been 20, it's been a long time. going to be 22 years that you haven't, I mean, if they, they got, I, mean, I know they're going to make it, but you yeah. talk about a drought. Oh, one. Oh, one is the last time. You, it's the longest drought for the four major sports. It's, it's, it's incredibly hard. hard. So you've got people I, that are of legal drinking age now that uh, have, are just becoming legal drinking age, finally able to maybe see the Mariners make the postseason for the first time, just in time to have their first beer with them. It's crazy. So. Huh? It's really crazy when you think about how long it's been since they've been in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I think I was a, a sophomore, a junior in high school at that point at Akalani's over in Lafayette. So it has been a long time, man. So uh, we'll, let, we'll get out of here, man. We've had a fun time talking about the A's win. I know you got to be back tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. I got to start. I got that 4 a.m. wake up call waiting for me. So I'll get uh, get out of here, get some sleep and then uh, have some fun talking a little A's baseball. Hopefully they give you something fun to talk about again tomorrow. We can build on. What we got to see is Ken Korak said it was a great win for the A's tonight, and so it was a lot of fun. So I appreciate you jumping in here for the second half of the show, Townie, man. Don't forget, I'll talk to you after the ball game. There you go. Nice uh, nice tease ahead. A's get a 4-1 win over the Mariners. A good start to this homestand as they look to build on that, and we'll be talking about that tomorrow night after the game. I'll be back in with Townie, and we'll also be back after the afternoon game and Leading up to that big weekend series against the Mets, you heard about all the uh, tough pitchers the A's are going to face. A lot of former Cy Young Award winners or guys that compete for the Cy Young that the A's are going to have to go through in these final home games here as we are getting close. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To wrapping up this season, but a great win for the A's. They come back, they combine for the one-hitter, J.P. Sears, able to really gut it out after a tough second inning, and then the A's, Jumping for four runs in the bottom of the fifth inning. Tony Kemp's three-run homer proving to be the big difference as the A's get the nice 4-1 win. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend want to say thanks for listening to A's Clubhouse. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... (laughs) Yeah, I smell that too. (laughs) I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, buddy. Is there a calculator that can't compute in your kitchen drawer? Recycle it at Staples. A shredder that won't shred under your bed? Or a collection of cables cluttering up your closet? Recycle them now at Staples. With Staples Free Tech Take Back, we'll recycle your old tech free. Plus, rewards members get $5 back in rewards. So if you have modems, mice, and mobile phones making a mess of your home, recycle them now at Staples. Limit one reward per month. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com recycling for details. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. 
Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. If baby could talk, she'd say a lot. You'd know what she's thinking and what makes her happy. But unfortunately, baby can't talk or remind you. You're the one taking her to daycare today. And she won't speak up if you drive straight to work like any other day and never think to look in the backseat. Every year, dozens of kids die from heat stroke in cars. No one is perfect. So set a reminder and always look before you lock. Where's baby? Paid for by NHTSA. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Swung on, hit in the air. Right field, hit well. Back on it is Cabrera at the wall. It's gone. Steven Vogt has hit it out. Steven Vogt has hit it out to tie the game at two. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.